Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Do The Work Podcast. My name is Sabrina Zohar, and I am going to be your host today. Guys, I'm so excited for episode 16. My big brother Joe is back. So stoked to have him. Last episode was so fantastic. If you guys haven't caught up, please go back. I think it's episode nine. You can take a listen. This week, Joe and I are going to be talking about your most asked questions and answering them, as well as reading an email that you guys have written in asking for our help. So I'm super also excited to announce that Joe and Masha will be revolving guests on do the work podcast. So I will constantly be asking you guys for any questions that you have for him. Don't forget if you go to the stand store, the link that's in the show notes on mine, you can submit questions for the podcast. Nothing is guaranteed that it'll be answered, but should we feel like it's in alignment with us, we will do our best to give you as much help as we can on the next episode. Joe's on. And as always, if you need anything, I've also linked in Joe in the show notes, Joe's stand store. So if you have any questions you want to ask him about, you know, some dating advice, book a one-on-one with him and also a new feature he added, which is, um, helping you analyze your dating profile so that he can help you make the most impact and best foot forward. This is all going to be in the stand store that is linked in in the show notes. So without further ado, let's welcome Joe back and get episode 16 started. Guys, I'm so excited. Joe, welcome back. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, guys. So this is just part two of so many to come. Like I said, Joe and Masha are going to be our revolving guests. So please continue to send in your questions because we actually had so much fun sitting this morning for like an hour over our coffee, going through them and also being able to like see where you guys are and how we can help you more. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that kind of uh, addressing... You know, because we could be saying things, but if it's not applicable, then what's the point? Right. Totally. So I'm super excited. Yeah, this week we're going to really be going over a lot of stuff. So let's get kind of right on into it. But Joe, before we get started, any updates? How's your dating life going? Uh, you know, it's going. Is it? it is going. It is going. <laughs> I've, I've actually, um, I'm at a wonderful place where uh, I've crossed the Rubicon where I don't think I care anymore. Nice. You know what I mean? I, I've, uh, you know... It feels good to be at a place um, of complete abandon when it comes to results or expectations. Like now I just I just go, I'm just meeting a person, you know what I mean? And it's like whether it works out or not, I found myself not feeling any sort of one way or another about it and just feeling like at peace whether it worked out or not and just being grateful for their time and for whatever conversation or action we were able to have and, and just moving on. So it's, it's been, it's been, it's been interesting. So essentially in a nutshell, what we're saying is Joe has embodied what I've been talking about, <laughs> releasing control to the outcome because it's allowing you to go out and meet people and experience people without the, it has to work. And then your self-esteem gets tied into it. It's a whole 100%. slew of things as opposed to you look at the app says, it's just a meeting app. We'll see if this, I'm going on the first date just to see if I even want to have a second date. Yeah. And I mean, you know, and, and even, you know, knowing this, this is why repetition and why having to kind of hear it over, it's like, even as much as I have known this and have the experience that I do, you know, I, on, on one date I went on recently, it was probably one of the best dates I've ever been on 
since I've lived in Los Angeles in, in, in a very a long time. Oh, yeah, in a very long time. It was just a really, you know, it was one of those where we just started for coffee and then six hours later, we're still just talking, you know, and it's just like, you know, I'm like, oh, let's go get some. And it just kept going, you know, and I, I felt myself getting excited. And I was like, wait a minute, this is the thing that usually always causes pain. So I'm yeah. going to like not, I had to like, I was like, oh. This is what I hear so many people telling me yep. that they're feeling when they're doing. So it's like even knowing it. And you know what? I'm glad that I did because we went on a couple dates. And then afterwards, you know, you start getting the excuses. Oh, why you can't meet? And there's this. And, you know, I was like, wow. I'm Before, I want to say, I don't know, maybe at this point, you know, a handful of years ago, six, seven years ago, I probably would have taken that to heart. Yeah. And I would have been like, what did I do wrong? She said all the right things. She said she understood my mind. She appreciated, you know, the perspective and the the value in communication and how much we linked. I mean, she showed up, you know, Brett Easton Ellis is one of my favorite authors. And she showed up, you know, being like, I was like, oh, what book are you reading? She's like, oh, I'm reading American Psycho. And she's like, that's what I'm reading right now. And for me, that was just one of those things where I was like, wow, you know, okay, who is this person, you know, in terms of to me. So it was very easy for me to romanticize this future. And I had to curb that. Yeah. I had to be like, wow, despite literally doing so many things that are on my like dream girl checklist, which is like always the beginning of the end in yeah. that way. Um, I still had to be like, no. And I'm so glad that I did because when, when it happened and when life was happening for her, I had to just wish her the best. And normally that would have really hurt. I would have, I would have felt hurt. I would have been discouraged. I would have felt less than. Um, I would have felt undesirable. And at this point, I was like, you know what? I just I wish you the best. I hope everything's okay. And I was back at it again, being like, cool, Who's who else is out there? Yeah. And that I felt good. You know what I mean? Like, that was one of those... Because I'll be honest with you, I haven't been, I haven't felt like that in a while. Yeah. Like, you know, when you, as soon as you get your defenses up and you're pretty good at reading people and you get that and you create and you have your boundaries, you know... Sometimes you'll notice a lot of people don't get past, you know, that, the guarding line, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's like when somebody does and you're like, Hey, and you start to entertain those thoughts, you really want to well, really want to I mean, go for it and, and, and take it to the extreme. <clears throat> and it's like, no, you're engaging with that person in that moment, romanticizing a potential outcome. Well, it's only going to it's only going to lead you to disappointment because you and then also what it's what it does is it's not fair to the other person either because you are setting them up and creating a version of who you think that they are For sure. and I see this all the time like we got a lot of emails of like the guy was great in the beginning and then you know something happened and it's like no what happened was that the person became who they actually are and actually Joe and I had talked about this girl he had one way of thinking and then as we started to digest it a little bit more it was oh no that person actually had a little bit of an avoidance and wasn't as communicative. 100%. And, you know, when you start to really have the self-awareness to call yourself out on your shit to say, wait a minute. And this, I think, is the truest testament to healing doesn't mean that one day you wake up and you're okay. What that really means is the triggers that used to trigger you no longer have the same effects over yeah. you. And that you are able to remove yourself. Because The Four Agreements is my favorite, like one of my favorite books. And the whole thing is that don't take everything so personally. Right. And when you can start to strip that away and, and look at it as... You know what I'm excited about? That I even just met somebody that was cool. That was what that did is reinstilled confidence into me that they exist and that I'm even more excited now that when I do meet somebody that reciprocates with me, fuck how awesome that's going to be. Yeah. And yes, uh, absolutely. And 
I, I think a big part of, you know, just because you have these boundaries set up doesn't mean that now anybody that you start interacting with, it's right. just going to be successful. Like, well, right. I got my shit together now. I'm, now it's just going to happen. It's like, no, really what it is, is just about continuing to kind of wade through those waters, giving you the strength to be like, you know what? My boundaries are there to protect me from getting too damaged, from getting to the point where I, I recede or I isolate too much. That's one of the main benefits that I learned that I didn't even really think about. You know, you, you, yeah. you think about boundaries. Oh, okay. This is to keep others from doing something to me. But I didn't necessarily think about it. It took me a while to realize like, oh man, these boundaries are actually just good for, for me to, 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 to continue on, to, to be at peace with myself. Not only to let somebody stop from hurting me, but for me to stop hurting myself. They, they don't keep people out. They protect what's in. And like I had a therapist that put it really beautifully that I loved. She was like, you look at boundaries. It's like they are trying to find you on the map so that they know where to meet you right. instead of them searching everywhere. It's not, I had somebody write the other day, no, it's not boundaries. You're just giving them a roadmap on how to play you. And I was like, no, what that sounds like is that you don't trust yourself that you'll be able to differentiate. Yeah. You can't always blame. It's not everybody. It's not always everyone else. It's not always this person fucked me over. If you're, if right now, if you're going to take an assessment of your dating life and it always revolves around that other people are doing onto you, then that is where you need to stop and take a minute to go, I need to hold myself accountable. Because even like Joe did, where he just said, you know what? I started to romanticize this girl. I started to completely over. And it's... Absolutely. Yeah. No, and it was... And, and it felt good. Of course it like, does. I'm it's gonna, like a dope. I'm it's a not, fucking it's, hit. It's absolutely. And I was like, oh man. And it's so easy to fall no matter what. And that's why... You know, it's about having good people around you, Yeah, having people that you can confide in and, and talk to, you know, and it's just like, and it's really, you know, exactly. I was talking about it with my sister, you know, with you afterwards. And I was like, wow, okay. You know, I was like, oh, she's really great at communication. She's really great at all these things. And then once we actually looked at the yeah. actions and what was happening, you're like, actually, she wasn't. No, that's why I was like, the and biggest I had breakdown. To be like, oh, yeah, okay, interesting. <laughs> you know, and it's like, right. You know, and, and who doesn't want to get excited about meeting another person? You know, that's why we're all doing that. Yeah. You know, the the problem is, and that's the reason why it's like, okay, those boundaries help, you know, they're, I think about it as like, you know, it, it, it's padding for the sport. Yeah. You know, it's just like, if you went into football with no pads, you're going to get trucked and you're done after a couple games, right? And it's just like, most likely you're not going to find love in the first couple, you know what I mean? Or you're yeah. not going to become an all-star in that first couple games. So you need something that protects you, protects you so you can, you could show up the next day. If you didn't do that well on the field on the second game, you know, you know, you still have a bunch more to go and versus being like, I'm out. That's it. I'm injured. I can't play anymore. And then I think the last thing, because boundaries are something that a lot of people ask about. So I'm glad we hit this before we get into our questions. But I think the last thing, because we were going live before this and somebody had said, you know, should I share my boundaries early on in dating? And someone said, no, you don't need to just watch their behavior. And it's like, no, 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 no. Here's the difference. You don't need to unsolicited set your boundaries. You don't yeah. need to, you match with a guy. It's not all about, so by the way, I don't want something casual and I only want a relationship. So if you want to go out with me, it, 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 what you're trying to do is you're trying to mitigate your risk, but you can't control other people. So it's about right. trusting yourself and saying, I will share my boundaries when I need to. So like, for instance, Joe brought up a great example of like, instead of walking in the date of like, I'm not going to sleep with you tonight and blah, blah, blah. You don't need to say what that tells the other person is this person's insecure. They're not confident. Right. So they need to, who are you trying to convince me or yourself versus at the end of the night when the guy says, so you want to come back to my house? No, I really appreciate that. I'm not interested in it, but I'd love to see you again, but I hope you have a great night. 
That is setting a boundary. No, I don't want to, but thank you so much. Not of my interest. I'm not, I'm a really intentional dater. I don't want to do the casual thing, but it was great to have met you. I'd love to see you again for drinks. Yeah. Because when you broadcast it like that initially, when you, when it's not reactionary, as you said, and you know, it's coming off in the moment, then, you know, you start to kind of, you know, it's kind of like, what's, oh, okay, here's a fun analogy for that. You know, you become the scary character in the movie. And what I mean by that is, you know, when, when you go the haunted house or the place that you're not supposed to go in a lot of the, what do you see? You see the no trespassing sign with all the, the you know, we'll bite you. Don't do this. No tre-. And you're like, whoa, I'm not going to go there. You know what I mean? And, 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 and a lot of that, that's sort of the sign. Every time you walk past it, you're like, man, I don't know what's going on there. And, and it's it, when you state those kind of declarations is yeah. almost like, you know, it's your no trespassing sign. Right. You know, when you're setting all those, it's just like, okay, clearly something has like caused an issue there that, you know, you're not living in the moment. You're bringing in whatever previous traumas to the current situation and no man or no woman as well wants to feel that way. Nobody wants to feel that they're being judged by somebody else's behaviors. So let's get into the questions, right? I think we have caught up and I'm stoked. And now we're going to answer some questions that you guys have asked. And we'll do as many as we can. So, Joe. Yeah, keep it. Uh, let, we'll yeah. keep it. This is rapid fire, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rapido. So, is it true guys know three to six months into dating that you are the one? Many situationships end after three months. Right. Uh, see, putting time. I, I don't think it's not about the amount of time. Yeah as to when somebody knows for me. And I think for men, I'll go out on men and you can perhaps comment from a female perspective. Uh, usually from what I've gathered and even in my own experience, men usually, uh, it becomes real after some sense of conflict. Yeah. Like, okay, once we go through conflict with somebody, that's when we begin to kind of see them as a potential partner. So whether that's after two months, three months, right. a year, whatever that is. For men, it usually tends to be, wow, we just went through something difficult. We went through something tough and you were able to, you know, you didn't abandon me. Yep. You didn't leave me. You didn't yell at me. You stood here and you heard me and you tried to empathize with me and you didn't bring any of that. And usually after that strong form of conflict or when you're able to overcome and get to the other side, that's when a man feels safe to open up in that way to be like, wow, okay, now I think there's something potential for greater. At least that's what it is with me. And you know what I will say, like I do have to agree because when Tech Guy and I, we, you know, we had like, we had a lot of serious conversations. And for me, that wasn't the tell-all that we were, it just was more of a like, I test and then I kept investing. Like, okay, I felt safe with him. I felt comfortable. I felt seen, heard, and understood. But it wasn't until he almost fucking killed me on that hike where we went, I don't even know if I told you, where we went to the desert for a hike and he brought his dog and we had looked at all trails and it was like oh yeah it's an easy hike no big deal whatever whatever it fucking lied and to get to the caves that we were going to we went three hours into the desert at 90 degrees in that day and realized at halfway mark at the three hours it was all the way uphill and we were like we can't make it not with the dog not with our water and we stopped and we both we rationed our water we had a serious fucking chat and we were like let's do this we got to get back and we hustled two and a half hours back to the car and we kept we had plans okay if the dog passes out then ryan you're gonna take him oh i just said his name 
<laughs> but then you're going to take him and you're going to handle this and yada yada. And I had my responsibilities. And when we got back into the car, he kept saying, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I was like, babe, it's okay. You didn't do this intentionally. Let's just get it done. And when we got back to the car, I remember his response was, now more than ever, I feel comfortable and safe and confident that we have a future here. He was like, because you are a partner to me. And for me, I kind of had that same aha moment of like, to me, this is very much, does it mean that he's the one? No. Because I don't think you just figure that out. To me, it was, it's a progression of a series yeah, of events. You reach the next level. Exactly. That's a, you know, it's like, you know, there's many levels to, you know, to any, to anything. And... Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. So here's the thing. The reason I think why many situations end after three months, that is when the check that they wrote has to be cashed. Joe, you have used that example for me so many times. I would go to Joe for years and share, and he'd be like, you wrote a check, he wasn't ready to cash. And it's because at that three-month mark, you've spent time together, the real version of who they are starts to come out. They can't hide from that anymore. And it's the shit or get off the pot. And that's why at that, usually at that mark is when you start having the conversations of like, so what are we doing here? Where are we yeah. going with this? It's less about they see you as the one versus they're just realizing, I don't want to continue doing this. Correct, yeah. And, and that's why time is a misleader like oh it's been x amount of months or weeks or etc and you know men what 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 crosses a boy to manhood is perseverance through conflict is that sense of i've been through it and i was able to make it out and i we i figured it. that's usually where men gain that confidence whether it's through work personal relationships romantic relationships you know, travel, family, whatever those, you know, everybody, the, the, the conflict in their life that they have to persevere through can take many shapes and forms. It's just, that's usually what it is. So, and, and I, you know, as time, like now I've gotten more seasoned and, and now being aware of that, I do things to bring that on as early as possible. Oh yeah. Like exactly through an example. Cause that's when you mentioned the conflict of the hike up the hill, you actually remind me of a good point. It's a conflict doesn't have to be like an emotional one. Right. It doesn't have to be we're yelling at each other, we're right. throwing bit. It's like no, 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 no. It, it, life, just adversity. The idea that together we can get through this. That's what a man really, really craves. He craves that. Like, can she do this with me? Can she? Will she be by my side when things get tough? Yeah. All right, so I think this kind of goes into our next question, which when I read this, I'm not going to lie, I got a little sad. Okay. And it says, why do guys lie about their intentions with dating? Friends say it's sex. Now, for me personally, 
I would say that here's a harsh reality I think um, that maybe your friends aren't saying. I think it's an easy default to go, oh, they just wanted sex, to villainize the other person so that it takes the onus off of you. But I hate to break it to you. Just because somebody wants a relationship doesn't mean that they want one with you. Their intentions could have been that they really do want a girlfriend and as they got to know you, it's she's not the person that I want to do this with. Right. You know, I think I'll, I'll, I'll kind of sum up my thought on that is that it's like, while yes, while all men want sex, that doesn't mean that sex is the only thing all men want. Right. Yeah. So I, mean, I think that there there really needs to be an understanding of that. So it's like, and as you said, of course, it's an easy default because it's like, well, right. Any healthy, healthy male has sexual urges that they want gratified. But that doesn't mean that that's all that they want. No. You know what I mean? And and I am one of those people. I, you know, attraction and physical appearance and goods. It's like that stuff is enough to get your foot in the door. You know, it's like, okay, I find this person attractive. We're doing this. But that by no means will keep you in the meeting. No. And I used to, that was my defense mechanism. I used to use sex as a means of control of like, oh, if I do this, they're going to fall in love with me and da, da, da. And I'd be devastated because it's like, that's not all it takes. It takes the bandwidth of the other person also to receive it. And I remember I even asked tech guy, I was like, you know, when we hooked up on the first date, like, what were your thoughts? And he was like, I mean, I thought we had a great time. Why wouldn't I want to see you again? He was like, I wasn't thinking that I wanted you to be my wife. He's like, but I just remember thinking she's super cool. She's fun. Yeah, I want to see her again. We had a great time. And he was like, and you were super chill. Like you weren't freaking out. You were just letting it kind of progress versus I see it all the time of like, I'm going to make him wait this amount of time or I'm going to do this. And it's like, those people actually have a higher propensity of eye on the prize. They're just trying to get that because you have dangled the carrot in front of them. Yes. Yes. And, uh, you know, and I would point out that's a really good example because, you know, if you if you weren't in a healthy state and and, and ground emotionally grounded, that could have that response could have really kind of triggered and bothered you. You yeah. could be like, "What? We just said, you, what do you mean you don't want a relationship with me?" You know, his honest answer, and and the fact that you were at peace with it. It showed the maturity and that's why it's working. Totally. Like those are just some of the things. Sometimes it's that simple where it's like, cause you could have easily been totally. like, what you, but I want to relate. Like, what do you mean? You don't know what you will. Then why did you sleep? You know what I mean? You could have put that on. You could have dumped that. Totally. On. But being, you know, you were like, great. That's all that is required right now right. is more like step by step. Great. We had a, we had a, an amazing first time and you want to see me again. I'm going to take that as a win. Totally. Yeah. And here, I mean, this, so this is kind of this other question, but the reason I put a lot of these questions next to each other is because I was like, Hey, we're kind of hitting them all. Uh, guy told me after six weeks of intense dating said he wasn't ready, then ghosted how to move on. So what I want to talk about first is, do you think I'm surprised by this question? So guy told me after six weeks of intense dating, that guy was chasing a feeling. Here right. I go again. My mom, our mom, I forget. <laughs> Our mom has said this from the beginning. When they start at 100, where else do you want them to go? You can't. It has to be a slow progression. You can't just go out the gate. So six weeks of intense dating and then said he wasn't ready, then ghosted. You know what that tells me? That's very on brand for that. 
Because the the people that come out the gate hardest, it's because they're chasing a feeling and they're going after the idea of you. And what makes them feel validated and good is doing things for you to then see, I got her. They're not actually after you. They're after the idea of you. Then all of a sudden, suddenly it's, I'm not ready for this. And then the bolt. Because they weren't ever intentionally dating you for that reason. They were just coming in real. Why do you think love bombers do that? No, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I like to make analogies to uh, things because I, you know, just to help with understanding because talking about some of these things, people could take so much of the emotional things. But I, so here's an analogy. I'm, you know, it's what league is this person in? And what I mean by that is like, what sport are they competing in? And, and so I wouldn't have somebody who's, you know, who runs a hundred yard dash run a marathon. Like it's a different sport. It's a different, it's a different category of competition. And you know, somebody that's really good at gassing it and giving it their all for a short amount of time is a lot different than somebody who's like, I balance and I have a a steady pace that gets me over a long period of time. So I've I've had to be like, and generally those characteristics come to the surface. It's like, yeah. okay, what game are you playing? Are you in this for the, for the marathon? Are you in this for the long haul? Or are you just like, I want to see how fast we can go in the shortest amount of time. And, you know, and then, and, and then at that point, that's where, that's where the personal responsibility has exactly. to come in. That's when you have to be like, okay. Cause usually most men are broadcasting the sport that they are playing. Whether they think they're being slick about right, it, most yeah, of them are not. not. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's like any yeah. woman who is like, I am at peace, I am secure with myself, can spot that and sniff that nonsense out in a second. Yeah. So that's why it's like, okay, if you're getting kind of gamed by guys like that, if things are you're interacting and you're getting that kind of response, it's like, oh, okay, what are what are this what are we not seeing? I and mean, can I tell you how many questions were revolving around that game of like, we text all the time. We text every single day for like three months and then we went on a one date and now he doesn't want it. It's like because you exactly what I'm saying, the person they looped you. They, they knew exactly what they were doing. Like you use the pool analogy. The guy knows how to go into the shallow. A dude knows. I remember the guy uh, that I dated in LA before I moved here. You didn't know him. But I remember asking him, I was like, man, you were really good at all of that beginning stuff. And he goes, what do you think? It's my first time. And I, that's where I had this awareness. I was like, you know exactly how to get all of this. So you think the guy that's texting you all day, every day before you guys have met and he's super communicativity, super, the, and, the, da, 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 and then the second you guys have one or two dates, then suddenly he fizzles. You don't think that he knew exactly what he needed to do to get you to that date? Correct. Um, and, and, and this is, you know, now we're kind of getting into a topic that I actually feel very passionate about, Let's which is like... Well, you know, it's the burning the checklist and it's the yeah, we talked about this idea of, you know, you know, it's when reality kind of meets, you know, when reality kind of smacks you in the face. Because a big part of it, 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 and I have to really, I really stress this with people, is like we have to evolve on like what notions of proper engagement are. And the reasons why these guys do this and why they'll gas it so hard is because you know, and like, oh, the coming on so strong is because that's what we're primed as a society to understand is like, that's the way it should be. You watch every rom-com, you watch yeah. every, all of these things and it's guys going way above and beyond and, and doing like going super extreme. So women are, are primed to think like, oh my God, if he's not doing those things, then he's not into me. When in reality, it's like, no, most real people, it's like, nah, man, I just, I want to meet you and I want to take it as it comes. And 
if you can't see the genuine version of who I am, then, then that's, then that's on the other person because you, it's your eyes that need to be conditioned to see the truth. You can't put that. Oh, you can't put the Otis on the other person to be like, oh, well you need to always come correct in that way. You know, it's like we could want to, but don't be surprised if you're constantly disappointed, you know what I mean? Versus building your radar, building your sense, working on yourself to be like, oh, okay. Instead of putting that on them, I'm going to train and get my senses more attuned to sniffing it out and seeing and being able to identify these things that I used to let, that I used to just ignore. Well, somebody asked, and that was the other question, why you guys show so much interest and then pull away for no reason? It's not no reason. They showed a lot of interest in you to get you there to the date. Then when they met you, you were not what they either. I used to tell this to mom all the time. I'd be like, I go out on these dates and I'm like, they create this version of who they think I am. And then they meet me and I'm not. And I'm like, I can't control that. I can't control that because they had these perceptions of me, of who I I am on paper, that when I show up, that was the girl I was going to. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. All right, so now let's answer an email. Now, this was a really short email, but honestly, sometimes short and sweet gets to the fucking point. And I think this is something that we do get asked a lot, just even in general, of like, what does a secure, healthy relationship even look like? How do I actually know I'm ready? And so someone said, I've been burnt out by life and love lately. Someone came along, and I don't want to miss an opportunity, but I don't know if the time is right. Right. Well, I mean, that is, uh, I've been there. Yeah. I'm Um, sure you have I've been there. And, you know, I think it kind of comes down to, you know, you can't win if you don't play. Right. So, you know, if, if it's, uh, and you never know. And, and here's the thing, it, it shouldn't be that big of a risk if you don't have these lofty expectations attached to the result. So if you're not in a great place or you're unsure, it's like, okay, it's not like you have to marry this person if you meet them. Right. You know, so if you're on, you know, sometimes there's a little bit of like, okay, just get over yourself. Like there's a little bit of like, and what I mean by get over yourself is I don't want to do it. Fuck it. I'm going to do it anyway. Right. You know what I mean? Like I'm not in the right space, but what's the real harm that can come in just having a cup of coffee with somebody? That's the reasons why I like to keep it very relaxed and basic is to just remove all of that initial anxiety because worst case and it's like, that's how I create the, the situation for low stress on the other end. It's just yeah. like, hey, great. You, you didn't get all dolled up. You didn't spend $800 to get ready and to beautify yourself. You didn't have to travel two hours and get on a plane or to come and see me. It's like, you had a cup of coffee. And right. it's like, you know, if, if, if that doesn't work and you're not seeing that, well, then great. Then we can go. And, and that way you begin. That's what will, I think that's what kind of removes a little bit of that burnout. Yeah. I mean, well, you know they're saying I mean? too, it's someone like, came along and I don't want to miss an opportunity. And it's like, listen, you've got to play to win. You have more reward than you do risk. That's if, what it is. Exactly. If that's... you, if you are able to go out and this is somebody had asked too of like, how do I know what, like taking it slow 
you know, and, and means versus like they're disinterested. And it's like, just because you're going at it slow to make sure that this is somebody that you genuinely want to be with doesn't mean that that has to be like weeks in between every time you hang out. That just means that you're not putting the cart before the horse. You are genuinely spending time with them to right. really get to know them. There's no, well, what if this turns into this? And what if this, and it has to do this. It's releasing the control to the outcome yeah. and just getting to know them authentically. Well, I, I mean, I think, you know, that that's the key to it is the getting to know somebody. Um, and, you know, because it, it's about living life with a person. That's that's the whole thing. And, it, you know, and sometimes you get good days. Sometimes you get bad days. And exactly, the, the reward far exceeds the risk of, you know, wasting 15 minutes or 20 minutes of your time after coffee with somebody you didn't connect with. You know what I mean? And especially if you have somebody interested and is it the right, you know, there's never any right time no. for anything. Well, you know, it, and, and it, so my thought, exactly. You can't win if you don't play. And the way to avoid that burnout is to minimize the, uh, the hoopla. Yeah. The, the, the right. fanfare around it. The like, texting. Da, 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 that's da, 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 the whole, exactly. Da. Cause it's, you know, eh, you know, I think people would be a lot more relaxed meeting people if they were like, oh, cool. Because the, the anxiety comes from what we we're talking about. Oh, I got to get all pretty and I yeah. got to spend all this money and I got to go get my hair done. I got to get my nails. Done. I got to do this. I, that's the stuff that's like, that's way more anxiety inducing than like, oh, let me just sit have a cup of coffee with somebody. That in conjunction with as well the story that you've created prior because you guys have been texting all the time and you you met on an app and you started chatting for three weeks or a month and you're texting nonstop. And da, da. that's why you get burnt out from it because you're constantly, I'm disappointed, I'm disappointed because you're not being a better buyer. You're kind of, it, not the proverbial you, not you specifically you. But like I know for me, it wasn't, it's not that it'll happen when you least expect it. It happens when you release control to the outcome. You just let it happen. Like that's what happened with me and Tech Guy. For when we met, talk about not the right time. Clem had just passed away. I had just ended it things three days prior before I met him with the other guy I was seeing after like a quick, you know, month and a half. And it's like on on paper, I was not somebody that would have been like, this is this is totally the wrong time. I was moving, my career was changing, my entire life was changing. So the reason it worked is because when I met him, I was like, yeah, whatever, I guess let's just see what happens. Well, okay. Well, now we're getting into perspective, which is key. So, yeah. you know, and this is one person's, this is the worst time for me is another person's, this is the perfect opportunity to let somebody in yeah, and to see if yeah. they can give me what I need. So yeah. I, that is something uh, another time often over, Oh, I just don't feel right. Or I'm, it's like, Oh, good, good. Yeah. Good. You, you, you are feeling not complete. That is the whole purpose of trying to find a partner and to date is to help fill in certain blanks and how two can become one. That's the whole point of the thing. So having that and feeling that way, it's like, great. You've peeled back all those onion layers that of what you don't need. That's what that says right, to me. That the experience. It's just like, hey, I'm so in touch with myself now. That it's like, man, I feel, you know, vulnerable in this space and, and I don't know about this and, you know, I'm really, I could use help here. It's like, great. We've peeled back all those layers of the yeah. onion of, oh, okay, so it's not that I need somebody to call me every day. 
I, it's not that I need, you know, somebody to dote on me and buy me stuff. Okay. You know, and, and it, as you peel those layers back, you begin to be what's left with, oh, this is what actually matters. So, and you know, it's like flip that card, use it as an opportunity yeah. to let somebody in and to let them show you how they can be a great partner to you. Especially after like when you have one after another after another, your nervous system is is dysregulated. So it's like it's all amok. So you know what's also equally as uncomfortable? Someone that does want to be with you because you're so used to the opposite. Like when I met Tech Guy, that was my biggest struggle was accepting wait, you actually like me? Like, you actually like me? This isn't something. And it's like, that was equally as uncomfortable because it went against the norm of what I was used to. The great catch-22 of dating. Right. You know, we don't, people don't know what they want. No. And that can be really tough, which is, you know, that can be really tough when you're trying to find somebody to spend the rest of your life with. You know what I mean? That's that's what we're talking about here, right? We're not talking about fun. We're talking about the rest of your life. And you know what I think it's too, it's like a lot of people don't know what they want or what they need. They don't actually like for so long. That was the whole onion layer analogy. It's like, right. You know, knowing what to do is a great thing if you're lucky enough to stumble upon that. Yeah. But what is equally helpful or can lead to the same thing is knowing what not to do. Right. And enough of what not to do, you cross enough of those things off and you're, you, you know, it's deductive kind of detective work. Eventually you're left with what you do need once you get rid of everything you don't. And that, that is really where I think healthy relationships come in, which is why it's so ironic to me that people are like, I want to meet somebody when I'm in the best point of my life. It's (laughs) like, okay, all right. I understand the initial logic of that. Right. But let's play that out. That's the whole thing. Life is much more complicated than like than than logic would assume, right? Oh, you know, logic states, wow, this person is is showing me interest and is texting me. That must mean he likes me, right? Well, real world has shown that that That's is that doesn't equate. That is that is a false equivalency. Yeah. So, and this is just another one of those. We don't know what we want. So us thinking like, hey, I'm in the best point in my life. Now is when I'm ready to receive. It's like okay. What you're, you know, it's like, okay. And that might be great until conflict happens. Right. Because that's when the real truth of can this work rises to the surface. Yeah. So, and if you meet at that time, if you meet at a time where you're like, you know, I'm pretty vulnerable about this. You know, I I just started this new job and I'm starting a new career path. I walked away from people who were bad for me and I am trying to elevate, get a new circle, whatever that, whatever transitional you know, I'm not fully where I want to be yet is a perfect time, I yep. think, to meet somebody. And we so often just write that off. Totally. And like, I think too, what could be, what's really great is like, you can also express yourself to the person. And like, I used to tell tech guy that I'd be like, this is, I like you. Like, this is, I'm, I'm trying to open up to you. And I want you to know that like, I might, you know, like the, like the reader said of like, I've been, I've been, I've dealt with a lot. You're really great. I genuinely do want to see where this goes. And, you know, thanks for kind of bearing with me. I just want to move a little slower to really ensure I get to know you for you. It's really sexy to be communicative and also share a bit of vulnerability with this person because if they could chuckle and maybe say the same thing and then you feel a little bit more connected to them because you both shared a little bit of part of yourself that maybe you were afraid to. Right. I mean, growth comes through conflict. Oh, yeah. So, you know, that, that that's why it's like if you want to grow with somebody, well, then you can't be afraid of conflict. Right. 
you know, and yeah. that's always, you know, and people are like, oh, well, there's conflict. So he's not for, it's like, well, no. Oh, it should be easy. It's like, no, it's, what's, yeah, what's, what's no, worth it is no, easy. You know what? <laughs> it, 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 it should be simple, not easy. It should flow. You know what I mean? And that's a yeah. big, you know, that's another word. Yeah. Those two words often get misunderstood all the time. Oh, it's so easy. Oh, it's so simple. You know, just, just do this. So, so easy. It's like, no, no, something right. can be simple and incredibly difficult. Totally. You know, it's very simple to be vulnerable with somebody and to just say what's on your mind and to open up. It's like, it's simple. You do right. it. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't need a physics degree to do that, but that doesn't mean that it's easy. Yeah. So, you know, in that, so a lot of it, 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 you know, we have to get over some of these, like, this is the way it should be. And yeah. this is the way that I was told. And if it's not this, then it's automatically wrong. It's, okay. You know, for me, I've had to adjust my parameters and it's like, okay, you know, it's not necessarily your job or where you come from or money or any of that. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm like, is this person respectful? Right. Is this person... Uh, you know, does he treat other, how, how does he treat servers? Right. Yeah. How does he treat the people, who, you know, who were at his, at that given moment? You know, it's like, those are the things that I'm like, okay, this is much more indicative of your personality than anything else. And how does he take boundaries from you or no, or you criticism. know, how does he exactly? It's like how, I, like I always say, I don't care how you feel about them. I care how you feel with them. Do you feel seen, heard and understood? Do you feel safe to express yourself that this person isn't going to lash out or, you know, it's like, that's the stuff. So while it might be scary that you're meeting somebody new. Go slow. It's okay. No, there is no, you use that marathon analogy and it's so true of like, are you trying to actually see if there's this a sustainable long-term relationship? Then cool. There's no fucking rush. It's yes. No rush. And you know, when here's the reality, a lot of you guys, a lot of girls and guys aren't going to like hearing this or are going to be like, that sucks, which it I might. will start <laughs> off by saying that it does. Some of you might be the training yeah. To get to that marathon. It's true. Guy it's true. doesn't run. You don't just be like, hey, wake up one day and it's just like, no, you got to get out there and you got to fail. Yeah. You got to get out there and be like, man, I gave it my all and I couldn't go the full distance. But you know what? I'm going to try again and I'm going to keep. And you know what? The, the next time I did it, I got two miles further. The yeah. next time I got three miles further. And then eventually you'll be like, wow, I can go the distance. Yeah. And at that point, you're, and, and once you're either there, maybe hopefully that person that you're with, you are able to see it all the way through. And if not, it's like eventually you will complete the marathon if that is what the goal is, if that's what you are training for. Yeah. There's, a, I actually like, there's a podcaster and he said that and he was like, you are, as a woman, he's like, if you think you're going to change a guy, he's like, you might be the catalyst and the next girl will benefit off of it. But sometimes you really are that per you are the one that got away for them to go, man, yeah, I fucked up. I need to shape up. And then they meet somebody else. And that is... I've had that happen to me with exes before yeah. where they're like, I fixed you and now the next girl gets to reap all the benefits. And it's like, you know, that th that is... It sucks. Proximity But that is a... That is... And you know what? And, and the, what I had to... You know, part of me kind of growing up a little bit was, you know, when that happens to you, it hurts. Yeah. But it's realizing, oh... I have done the same thing yeah. and, and it's like, I wasn't wrong when I did it. Oh, okay. You know, and it's like, that's yeah. when it starts to stitch where you're like, oh, I just, you know, and when you think about it, when you flip, when you turn the table and you look in the mirror, right. And you're like, oh, well, well, have you ever done? Of course I have. It's like, yeah, but when I did it was because this, this, and this, it's like, and you don't think that's exactly what they're thinking. Yeah, that's when that's my thing of like, don't take it personally. It's not How personal. many times I'll say, I'm like, let me ask you, the last guy you went out with that you weren't into, and they're like, yeah, I'm like, he's a nice guy. Yeah, he was really sweet. I just didn't feel it. It's like, 
Okay. And exactly. that's enough. And then, and that then can you be see, enough. you see the realization of them of like, I see what you mean. It's like, right. it's not a, it's not about it's not them. personal. You know, that guy could have been the nicest person in the world. I'm, I know that I've had to make peace with that. I'm an acquired taste. Yeah. I have a lot of energy. I can be, I'm a very passionate person. Yeah. And this is what I learned. That's what I've heard every woman say they want. But it's like, right, let's play that out. It's right. like, okay, passion means dedication, means ambition, means focus on tasks, which tends to mean less attention to you, yeah, you know, and to people and reality. to things. <laughs> and it's like, this is a reality. It's like, but you want that, right? It's, it, it's like, I mean, who doesn't want the passionate, wealthy, I've got all this free time. It's like, great. And if you're lucky to stumble on to the, three people in America or in the wherever yeah. you are that happen to fit that, then, then you were given a gift and you should be grateful every day. And, but for the rest of us right. who are living life every day <laughs> and are in the real world, you know, it's like, you know, we're going to have our failures. And it's like, that doesn't mean that you don't show up the next day to train again. Right. You know, it's like, yeah. I've heard people, oh man, I'm so sore. There's no way I could go to the gym. It's like, no, are you sore? That's the best time. Like, no, this is how you break through. Get in there and push yourself even further and know that you can do more. It's and that there is possibility to exert, you know, and it's like, oh, that wasn't my limit, you know? And a lot of guys are told, and because guys, you know, we love playing into stereotypes. And this is people, not just men. We love, humans love playing into stereotypes when it's convenient for them. Oh, well, you know, I'm just a guy. So yeah, you know, it's like, of course, I'm just always interested in just sex. And, and like, that's why I don't want that. And it's like, that's why it's socially acceptable for me to, to treat you dispo like disposably. It's like, no, no, yeah. no, yeah. sorry. That's, I you know, so but th th those are real, you know what I mean? So I just think, yeah, I think at the end of the day, I can totally understand for a lot of people out there that are, you've been hurt a lot. I, I get it. Listen, dating can be really, it can be hurtful. It can be painful. It could be frustrating. It can be a lot of those things, but it's also okay to tap out for a minute, do a little bit of shit that you need to do on yourself, start to figure out some stuff, really the root cause of this. That way, when you, you know that you are ready to date, when I have kind of three pillars, when you stop taking everything so fucking personal, when you know that rejection is part of dating and that you get excited to meet people, not this has to work and I'm tired of this, da, 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 da. And so I think if you are finally met, you are, you're burned out, you're overwhelmed, you finally met somebody that seems really great, go slow. It's okay. And, and by the way, here, here's another thing that, uh, you know, and let's, let's define a little bit of like going slow. Yeah. What does that mean? Some people are like, Ooh, I don't have sex for, you know, two months. It's like, Okay. That, that is one definition of going slow. Totally. You know, I, I think you're, that creates walls. But more specifically, it's like, you know, going slow can just be let's live life together for a little bit. Right. Before bringing on all these grand concepts of relationships and are we going to get, you know, yeah. forever. You know, it's like, okay, that's what I mean by taking things slow. That doesn't mean I don't treat the woman with respect and that I don't shower her with attention whenever I can when we're together, you know, because there's another thing. I'm the type, sometimes it's like, it's right when I'm, when not in front of me or where I'm working, they may be like, oh, I didn't hear from you today or like, you know, it's like I'm not, but when I'm with them, they get my full attention. And, and, and so it, it, you, you have to understand people's capacity and, and how they're making the sacrifices to fit you into their life. Going slow isn't an excuse for bad behavior. 
going slow isn't a, well, he, I only see him once a month and we go to his hat. No, 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 no. Going slow is intentionality in the time you're spending with this person. Because I'll get messages of people being like, I wanted to be exclusive with him after two dates. And I'm like, the fuck are you trying to expedite? You want to rush not getting hurt. You want right. to have a guarantee. Right. And dating is no, you, you got to release that. Yeah. I mean, one of my exes, you know, was great. And like, we had a good run. It just, and it ended very amicably. It was totally fine. But I had an amazing time the entire time we were together because, and it was like, and we were talking about, and it was slowly, but it was like, okay. And, and you know what? We were still, you know, we, it, it was we were sexually very active. We saw each other all, all of these things. So it's like, but we were still taking it slow. Right. And it was because it was like, great, let's keep go. Let's keep introducing new elements yeah. into our relationship and see if, if we still want to see each other afterwards. Right. You know, it's like, Hey, cool, cool. We've done a lot of the local neighborhood stuff. I know we can go out and we can have dinner and we can drink and we can have fun. That's great. I, I can check. Great. Now let's, let's go. Maybe let's go somewhere around nature. Let's see how you are outside of, you know, trendy restaurants and things like that. Right. Okay. Now we, Oh, well let's try go take a trip somewhere you've never been. All, these are all things where it's like, okay, there's no lifelong commitment there. And it doesn't have to be every single week or every day. But, you know, we did those things. And to me, that was still taking it slow, even though I, I people would comment and be like, uh, you guys have gone out and gone to more places than I have with my husband, who I've known in, in six months than we have in two years. And it's like, okay. And I was still, I was like, but we're still taking it slow. Yeah, well, I like, mean, we're, we're still out there. We're doing things. We're having a great time together. We're seeing each other, but we're still letting it happen. Well, I mean, and we was... both know that we care about each other. It's not like, oh, we're just using the other person for any of that. It was just like, no, we both understood what forever meant. We both understood what it really meant where we're like, man, we we're really right here. We're connecting eye to eye. But... As you become an adult and as you know, you know that it, it, love and that strong connection isn't enough. No, it's, and like I, even when I met tech guy, I would tell him all the time. I was like, I want to go slower. Cause I was like, I'm not ready to be your girlfriend. I'm not ready to put a label on it. I was like, I actually just want to get to know you. And it was like what you just said of like, I want to see different experiences. I want to see you and your friends. I want to see you when we do this, this, and this. And then I grew, grew, grew. We were both not dating other people. This wasn't about, oh, well, I'm going to keep my options open. That had nothing to do with it. So I think it's like communication receptivity, honesty, and if both of you guys are picking up what each other is putting down, just fucking enjoy yeah. it. But awesome. And you I know, yeah, yeah, I think that's pretty good. I, I, I will say there, there's one final point because like to that, you know, I know kind of like one of the initial questions that pops up in people's mind is like, oh, well, so then when do you have that talk then of like what's going on? You know, and most of the time with that, if, you know, because let's, let's be real. When people are like, want to have that conversation, most women are like, hey, are we exclude? Are, you know, are we to get, et cetera? Really what the, 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 the core of what they're asking is, are you fucking anybody else? Exactly, yeah. Because that's really, and by the way, so, so that's the thing. I've had a number of women be like, I'm like, is it that you're like, I want to know if we're together or is it you just want to make sure he's not sleeping with another woman while you two are together? And that is a perfectly acceptable line in the sand to have. So it's like, I've told him, I'm like, okay, that's a much different thing of like, hey, it's okay. I'm not saying that I need to lock you down or that this, it's just like, you know, 
for me, what it is, is just like, as long as we're together, you know, I, I, I would appreciate if we were, you know, it's like, I'm not, I'm not sleeping with another man. I'd, you know, I'd like to know if you feel, if you're doing the same. Which is all part of the reveal of sharing with somebody, hey, like what, what tech guy did, he was like, I deleted my hinge. I'm not going to be sleeping with anybody else. And then I answered back, cool, I'll do the same. Done. Then we dated and we kept dating and we kept dating. So it's totally cool to set your intentions and let somebody know yeah. where you stand, but whilst also just getting to know them. Yeah. But I think... And, and you can find, you know, there are... And one of the biggest things too, and this is another one, you might not like it, but patience is a virtue here. Yeah. Because coming at it direct and out of the blue somewhere can be off-putting. But, you know, one, and I, and I saw it and I knew she was waiting. I had one girl and she, she did it and, and, I, and I applauded her for it because I was like, brilliantly executed. Like I saw what she was doing. And instead of that, like I was on the phone one time and she saw that I had the Hinge app still on my phone. And she's like, so are you still, you know, and it was, it was an organic reason for her to bring it up. And I knew she had been thinking about it on her mind for a while, but she waited until she found a good organic window to talk about it with me where I didn't feel threatened. I didn't feel put upon. I didn't feel like she was giving me some kind of ultimatum. I didn't feel like it was like, I need to know everything now. It was just, so what's up with that? Right. And, then when, and you know what I did? Do you know what I did? I deleted it right there in front of her. Cause I was like, Oh, I haven't even, I forgot it was all there. And I did that. And the smile on her face, you, you could have lit the, you could have lit the earth with that. Right. Smile. And for the people that don't have that opportunity of like, it's okay to also maybe after you're intimate or whatever to be like, hey, you know, I'm into you and I don't want to date anybody else. Sometimes you don't always get it. Like, listen, if it naturally comes up, great, have the fucking conversation. And if it doesn't, don't be afraid to share that in the fear of, oh, they're going to run away. They're not going to want me. If I open my mouth, they're not going to like me because baby, let me just, we're going to end the episode on this. Let me ask you a question. What the fuck are you so afraid to lose? If somebody, you just merely expressing interest that you don't want to have sex with other people, send someone running for the hills. Then I would tell you right now, that's how situationships happen because you are not expressing yourself clearly of what it is that you want. And you are also not calling their bluff that if they don't do it, that you are going to walk away. Yeah. And, and I mean, you know, mine was just an example. You're right. Like most people won't get that kind of specific example, but you know, yours like after intimacy, again, yeah. it's about appropriate yeah. environments to bring things up. So it's like, oh, I saw this on your phone. I'm curious. I'm going to yeah. bring it. Oh, we just were physical together. It's like, right, those are appropriate times to, yeah. to express those things. Not, oh, hey, I'm coming. First thing I do when I see you, it's like, you're not doing this. You know what I mean? Because it's it, to, it quell, to quell anxiety. Exactly. It's to, exactly. That, that was what I really wanted to get at was doing it not to alleviate your own anxiety versus just gaining clarity and be on the same page. Yeah. So, and I think with that, that's, yeah, guys, I think for, yeah, I think for this episode, thank you guys for fucking joining. Thank you for having Joe back. If you guys need anything, I'm going to link it in the show notes. You guys can book a one-on-one with him. You can get your dating profile audited. You can ask him a question, anything you guys need. And as always, give us five stars if you think it's worth it and believe that it is. Please share with your friends and your family. And thank you guys again so much for joining on this week's episode of Do The Work Podcast.